Welcome to another episode of B-School, a living case study in aligned action. I'm your host, Taylor Elise Morrison, speaker, facilitator, and founder of Inner Workout. B-School is a personal development podcast for collective change. So join me in becoming a student of yourself and the world around you. Let's get studying. Welcome, welcome to another episode of B-School. Today's episode, I say this every time, but I'm excited about it. We're going to talk about boundaries and hopefully we're going to talk about it in a way that's different than how you've engaged with it recently. My Instagram feed and the stories that I see have so many things about boundaries in it. And so much of the content is around us setting boundaries, right? Like how do you figure out where you need to set boundaries? How do you honor your own boundaries? If someone is crossing your boundaries, how do you talk to them? It's so focused on our own boundaries and how we can protect ourselves. And so today what I want to do is talk about why we cross boundaries, how sometimes we're the villain in other people's stories, and how we can stop. So I am not coming to this topic as someone who's sitting up on my high horse. I am speaking from experience. I have crossed boundaries. There are times where I can look back and see that I definitely crossed boundaries, but then I'm sure there are countless times where I crossed a boundary and didn't even realize it because that's what happens. Sometimes you do something and you you think that it's innocent and that no one is harmed and really the other person felt some type of way about it. And recently, I feel like I've had a lot of boundaries crossed much more so since the Amplify Melanated Voices movement, which has been so good and has brought so many new folks to my corner of the internet. But there have also been people who have approached me in ways where it just felt like an immediate boundary crossing. Most of us have had a boundary crossed before, and we know it's not a particularly pleasant experience. And so I want you to take a moment right now to sit. Think about a time when you had a boundary cross and sit in that feeling for just a second. For me, that feeling is like almost like a gut punch. It's a very physical feeling for me. I'll read a message or I'll look at something and I'll physically move back from my computer or my phone as if those words had punched me. It's a visceral feeling for me. You might feel that feeling someplace else. You might feel it in your heart. You might feel like tears kind of prickle behind your eyes. Sit in that feeling for a moment. I know it doesn't feel particularly good, but I want us to take a moment to sit there to realize that we often are making other people feel that way when we cross boundaries. The same way that I have that gut punch feeling, I've done that to other people. And that's sad. That's not the way that I want to show up, but it's helpful to visualize it, to embody that feeling and to know, okay, every time I do these things, every time I do something that may seem harmless or seems more convenient for me, but that may be crossing a boundary, I'm causing someone to have those uncomfortable feelings and that's not what I want at all. And so pull up your chair because I'm going to tell you a story about how I recently 
crossed a boundary and I'm not going to go into all of the details, but I'll give you enough so that you can hear what happened. And then we're, we're going to use how I messed up to hopefully all do better together. So the situation that I was in was I needed advice. I was experiencing something that I'd never experienced before and that most of the people in my circles had never experienced. It's a pretty particular experience. And so I had one woman come to mind where I was like, she has to have been through this. She is a person who can give me advice. And I didn't have a particularly strong relationship with her. We'd met really briefly at a conference. I'd met her in person, but it's not like we talked a ton afterwards. And so that just to give you the context of our relationship together, because I think relationships are important as we think about boundaries and crossing boundaries. And so I looked in her Instagram bio, I saw that it said email for business inquiries. And so I started drafting an email explaining, hi, I don't know if you remember, but we met at this conference and I'm going through this situation and I know you're super busy, but If you just had a couple of lines of advice, I'd really appreciate it. And so I started doing it via email, and then I was like, you know what? I bet she has an assistant. And this time-sensitive thing is happening in a few days, and by the time it filters through her assistant, I'm going to miss out on it. And so I had this whole email drafted, and then I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get timely advice. So I went over to Instagram, and like I said, her bio says to email for business inquiries, and I honestly wasn't sure if it were was business. Typically, her clientele is not someone who is like me, and again, I'm trying to speak at a higher level, and so I was like, maybe this doesn't count as business, so you know what? I'll just DM her, and so I did, and she's fairly influential, so I know she gets a ton of DMs, and so the day where I was hoping to get advice or the event for which I was hoping to get advice came and went. And then a couple of weeks later, she responded to my original DM and she was like, thanks for reaching out. Email for business inquiries, which is her honoring her boundaries. And so we were able to go back and forth a little bit more. And I apologized to her for crossing her boundaries because if I wasn't sure whether or not it was business, I should have assumed it was business instead of for me saying, oh, I'm having this thing coming up. I need whatever advice, whatever wisdom she can give me now. I should have said, no, let me follow the protocol that she's put in place. And then if she decides to filter it out of business, she can, but I'm honoring her boundaries and giving her that choice. Now, thankfully, this woman, I admire her for a reason. She is a powerhouse, but she is so gracious and she forgave me, and she completely wished me well, and I felt a pull to do better because this is someone who, like I said, I admire. I look up to her, and I think she's doing a lot of good in the world, and I chose to act in a way that didn't honor her boundaries, and if I could do that so easily for someone that I look up to, how am I doing that for people who are my peers or people who maybe working under me. And so I've been thinking about this piece around boundaries and crossing them a lot. It was a call to introspection for me. 
And then I also reflected on the times in the recent past where I felt like my boundaries have been crossed or like they weren't respected. And it's something that, again, like I'm saying, everyone does this. We're just a little bit more aware of the times where it happens to us in our own triggers. And so let's break down what it actually looks like to cross a boundary. We cross boundaries when we put our needs and wants and timelines and desires before the other person. So like for me, I wanted help before the big thing that I had coming up. I knew that she was busy, but I was like, if she could just tell me like one piece of advice, this would turn this around for me. That was me putting what I felt like I needed ahead of her needs, ahead of her boundaries. And on the other side, when I feel like that's happening to me, it's because people, before we made the changes to B-School, are like, hey, I want to be on B-School. And I get people who are like, not at all related to anyone who would ever be on B-School. People who will just send me a cold email. They can't even speak to what the show is about. They don't at all fit the topics that B-School has ever been related to, and they'll just do a cold outreach, and they might follow up, or sometimes they'll have it, they'll reach out on multiple platforms and not even realize, because I I think it's automated, not even realize that they've already reached out to me in another form. I also feel like my boundaries are crossed when people are reaching out to me, especially when they need something, and they want their email answered like tomorrow. And... It's like, I have to be protective of my time. Thankfully, inner workout is growing a lot and I have other opportunities that are happening in the background. And so I have to be so selective of how I spend my time and email honestly isn't where I have the most impact. So sometimes it can take me anywhere from days to a couple of weeks to get back to someone with a thoughtful response. And I feel like a boundary is crossed, especially when it's been less than a week. And someone is hounding me for something that we haven't already agreed to. It's a whole different thing if there's a deliverable that's due on Friday and they're on Wednesday just checking in to make sure that we're on track. It's a different thing if you're asking me for something, for advice, for a partnership, for whatever, and you have your own timeline that's really clear and you're not honoring the fact that maybe my timeline looks different. And What I want to highlight around putting our needs and wants before the other person is that it affects both our approach and our content in the approach. What do I mean by that? So like the person that I reached out to, I decided to reach out via Instagram because I felt like I would have more access to that person, even though they had a clearly stated boundary. It also can look like the content that you're putting in the approach. So as someone who pitches and receives pitches, when it's focused on the person who's pitching and how great you are and how this fits into your own strategy and is only tangentially talking about a true partnership, it comes through and it can feel like an affront instead of this opportunity to build something together. And so checking with yourself to see, okay, is this just about me? Is this just about my timeline, my priorities, my sales numbers that I need to hit? Or am I actually looking to have a relationship, to build a relationship? I mentioned earlier, relationships are really important when it comes to boundaries. 
So the next way that we cross boundaries is when we make assumptions. And so just like I was saying with the relationships, one of the big assumptions that we make is around what our relationship is to a person. So you might assume that you are close enough to someone for them to drop everything. Or you might assume that this person is willing to make a connection with you because you feel like there's a certain level of closeness that may or may not be reciprocated. And so something that doesn't feel like boundary crossing from your perspective might feel like a huge crossing of a boundary from their perspective because you're assuming that you're super tight and you're actually not. We might also be making assumptions about their business model. Like for me, when I was talking to that woman, I was assuming, okay, well, I'm not a client, so this couldn't potentially be work. It's fine if I DM. But then in talking to her, she actually does have some offerings for people like me that she doesn't advertise, but she does on one-offs because she knows that it's important and valuable. So I made that assumption that like, oh, I I read her website. I know how her business works. I'm fine to do this thing that goes a little bit against what she says in her bio. But underneath the surface, that wasn't true. It was completely me assuming, which then made me cross that boundary. We also make assumptions about priorities. Maybe an Instagram Live collaboration isn't their top priority right now. Maybe someone's really focused on their family and is trying to figure out how to balance working from home and being present with their family. And so anything outside of those two things are just not a priority right now. And it may seem, again, externally like their business is having a lot of growth or that you've seen that person in the press a lot and it may seem like they are super busy and open to anything and you're making that assumption. But behind the scenes, those interviews that are popping up may have been things that happened two or three months ago that are all just starting to get published now. Or these launches or collaborations that you're seeing may have been something that got started behind the scenes a while back. And so when you make assumptions, it's great to do research on people that you want to partner with, be in relationship, reach out to. But when you make assumptions, you're so much more likely to cross a boundary inadvertently. So really be careful about making assumptions. And I know I've just given a lot of examples about professionally how we make assumptions, but the same is true in relationships with your close friends. I might assume that my friends are in a good place, but behind the scenes, they're going through something that maybe they've been trying to figure out how to tell our friend group. And so I'm coming at them with these things and thinking that it's fine and assuming that everything's fine. And it might not be, which leads me to the final way that I'll touch on for now that we can cross boundaries is that we choose not to ask. We choose not to ask. So just like I was talking about what might be going on behind the scenes with your friends or your loved ones, how many times do you just go into a group chat? I'm so guilty of this. I'm so guilty of this. And you're just mad about something that you saw on Twitter or something that happened with your coworker. And you just go in and you vent and you lay in and you get it all out and you feel great. But on the other end of that text to your friend, 
might have just had a really hard conversation with a family member or with a partner or is two minutes away from doing a big presentation and now the text that they just saw pop up on their screen completely derailed them from the prep that they were doing. So something that I'm trying to get better at, and this is something I'm actively working on, is just asking right now, hey, is now a good time to chat? Or do you mind if I vent for a moment? And then you're giving the people on the other end choice. And they can set that boundary and say, you know what? It's been a really hard mental health day for me. I can't do that right now. Maybe we can check in tomorrow. Or maybe you're wanting to chat with someone in your job or someone that you regularly collaborate with business. And they can say, you know what? I'm swamped right now. How about next week? Or what if we look at next month? I'd love to put some time on the calendar to talk then. When you ask that question, you give a person the chance to state their boundaries. Not everyone has a boundary clearly stated in their Instagram bio. And so it's up to us if we really care about a person, if we really care about honoring their boundaries, to ask. Another simple thing that you can do is just say, hey, is this something that interests you? So when I get pitched for different things, someone might give me a little blurb and say, let me know if this is something that interests you and we can set up some time to chat further. So instead of assuming that you are the perfect person to work with them for whatever reason, you can give them a little taste and then invite them into choice with that question. Hey, does this interest you? That's a professional example. Same goes with friendships or relationships. Hey, I'm thinking about doing this new thing. Perfect example. I am chuckling because last weekend I was just like, you know what? I really want our home to feel more like a home. We've been sheltering in place at my in-laws, and when we get back to living in our home, I want it to feel like ours. And so I started looking at stuff for redoing our kitchen, and I asked Matt, like, hey, is this something that you'd be interested in, or is this something that's exciting to you too? Instead of just roping him in, and granted, I had gone down a Pinterest rabbit hole, so as soon as he said yes... I had a lot of things to show him, but instead of saying, hey, this is what we're doing and we're doing it now, I asked him, is this something that you you think is a good way for us to spend our time and our money? And I also wanted to share a question that I love when people ask me this. So maybe they DM me, maybe they message me on LinkedIn, maybe they even send me an email and they might give me their little blurb and I might say, yeah, that sounds interesting. And then they'll say, great, what's the best way to continue this conversation? And normally what I do is say, awesome, you can send me an email here and we can set up a phone conversation. Or sometimes it's something where I want to see the other person and so we'll set up a video chat. But I love that they are willing to honor my boundaries and allow me to set expectations for what it looks like for us to continue whatever conversation we're talking about. So obviously there are a ton more ways that we can cross boundaries and have cross boundaries and will cross boundaries, but I think that these three simple checks can be really helpful for us all to make a lot of progress. So really ask yourself, am I putting my needs, my desires first in this interaction? You might be setting yourself up to cross a boundary. 
am I making an assumption here? Do I have all the information or am I going based off of what I can just see or what I've heard people say in the past? Assumptions are a really quick path to crossing someone's boundaries. And then finally, have I asked them if this is a good time for them, if this is something that interests them? Have I given them an opportunity to state their boundaries? Because in not doing that, a lot of times we're just going full steam ahead. And that is us putting our needs and wants before what the other person may need or want because we've decided that that's irrelevant and we're not giving them a chance to say what they need or how they'd like to approach the situation. So I really invite you to try and be aware of the ways in which you might be crossing boundaries. I invite you to open up this conversation, especially with your close relationships, and allow yourself a chance to be really explicit about your values with these people that you've chosen to do life with in that way. And then also notice when you feel like your boundaries are being crossed, not just so that you can set your own boundaries in place, but also so that you can have some empathy and you can have some self-reflection and understand, okay, if I felt like this was crossing a boundary, is there any place in my life where I might be crossing someone else's boundary in that way? So I hope this was helpful. This is something that I'm going to continue to noodle on, to continue to chew on, because like I shared, I screwed up. And I'm sure that there are ways that I have not honored people's boundaries. And the goal isn't that we never ever cross boundaries because it's going to happen. It's going to happen a lot inadvertently. But my goal is that as much as possible, I can conduct myself in a way that honors people's boundaries. So let's go out into the world honoring boundaries, not just our own. Let's not just be so inward focused on our own boundaries, but let's think about how we can honor the boundaries of everyone that we're interacting with as well. Thank you so much for listening, and I will be back in your earbuds next week. Thanks to Andres Rodriguez for the intro and outro music. You can keep in touch with me on Instagram at Taylor Elise Morrison, Elise is E-L-Y-S-E, and check out the resources on my website at taylorelise.com.